1: From New York, Pillsbury's best enriched flower brings you Grand Central Station. Its target. Shining rails in every part of our great country are aimed at Grand Central Station, part of the nation's greatest city. Drawn by the magnetic force of the fantastic metropolis, day and night great trains rush on the Hudson River, sweep down its eastern back for 140 miles, flash briefly by the road with the long and broad terminal south of 125th Street, dive with a roar into the 2.5 mile tunnel which burrows through the glitter and swank of Park Avenue, and then Grand Central Station, crossroads of a million private lives, gigantic stage in which are played a thousand dramas daily. Now, for the sixth consecutive year, Pillsbury Mills of Minneapolis presents with Pride, Grand Central Station's traditional Christmas play. A
2: drama you will long remember. This is Galen Drake. And before we get into our Christmas story, I want to say just a word about the three top prize-winning recipes in Pillsbury's Grand National Recipe and Baking Contest. The grand prize was awarded for a recipe for Pillsbury's $50,000 dollars no need water-rising twists. The second prize of $10,000 was for Starlight Mint Surprise Cookies. And the third prize of $4,000 was for a chocolate cake, Aunt Carrie's Bon Bon Cake. Now, there's $64,000 worth of prize-winning recipes, recipes won with Pillsbury's Best Flour. Now, as you know, you always bake your best with Pillsbury's best, and and we have those three recipes ready for you now, and we'll be glad to send them to you. You just drop a penny postcard to Ann Pillsbury, Prize Recipe Department, Minneapolis 2, Minnesota, and she'll send you your copy. Ann Pillsbury, Prize Recipe Department, Minneapolis 2, Minnesota. After
1: the train from Albany pulled in, no one, not a single person, actually saw the young man with soft brown hair and soft brown eyes come through the gate. Still unseen, he walks the length of the great waiting room, now strangely tranquil as travel ebbs on Christmas Eve. Quietly, he goes out the door, down the street and then up the broad marble stairs of the hospital. When the girl at the switchboard turns to him...
2: What can I do for you, sir?
1: Without saying a word, he gives her a card. She's startled by the name on it, and instantly announces him to the hospital superintendent.
2: Dr. Mason is here to see you.
1: Mason?
0: Dr. Mason who applied for an internship?
2: Yes, Dr. Garrett, it is Dr. Mason from Albany.
0: But that. But that's impossible.
2: Shall I ask him about the telegram? No, no,
0: no. No, I'll do it. Send him in, please.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, Dr. Garrett will see you, sir. First door to the left.
1: Dr. Garrett. Dr. Mason?
0: You are Dr. Mason?
1: I'm sorry that I was delayed, Dr. Garrett. Well, I... But just ten minutes ago, I... Yes. Ten minutes ago, you received a telegram.
0: Why, that's right. I by know. By your mother.
1: I know. But, man, I...
0: Why, look at it. It says that you...
1: That I was killed. Do you mind if I tear up that telegram, Dr. Garrett? Well, I...
0: I don't understand. I, I was so unnerved by that wire, I... I counted so much on your being here tonight, Christmas Eve, a night always busy with calls.
1: You are short of interns.
0: Oh yes, Mason. These are the slums. Walk through block after block, and you won't see a doctor shingle. Not one. The people here are too poor. They know only one healer, the intern and his ambulance.
1: And tonight, night of mercy and goodwill, they would have cried out in vain.
0: Well, now that you come, I won't have to say to the suffering, wait. Wait! There's only one ambulance tonight and that's out on a call. Wait and suffer. I have no one to send to you because Dr. Mason was killed! Ah, uh, uh, it's good that you're here, Mason. It, it's good.
1: It's good to be here, Dr. Garrett.
0: Well, you better get started. Take this slip down to the storeroom. See that they give you a warm sheepskin coat. Thank you. And a pair of mittens. From
3: there, you go to the ambulance room. I'll have your driver waiting for you. His name is Mac. My name is Mack. The chief says I drive your crate tonight. Crate? Crate, jalopy, sick buggy, ambulance, take your pick. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> you green interns, you're all the same. The first time you spy an ambulance, your eyes pop wide like you've seen a heavenly chariot or something. Not me. I've been driving this old baby for eight
1: rotten years. An ambulance, Mac, is a sacred thing. It is a chariot of mercy.
3: Uh oh, two bells. That's us. Come on, Mason, that's your first call. 234 South Street.
2: 234 South Street. 234 South Street.
3: Look, Pyle, help me out by watching out for cars cutting in at the cross streets. We don't stop for no red lights. Doc, what did I tell you? Watch it or we're we'll both to be killed. Holy cow, you know interns. You're all alike. You're always dreaming. You put on the white coat and pants, and your head goes up in the clouds.
1: Why are you so bitter, Mac? Why shouldn't I be
3: bitter? It wasn't for you, I'd be home with the wife right now.
1: You truly believe that only because of me... Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. If you hadn't showed up, this ambulance would be parked in the garage, for crying out loud. I would have had the night off like on a decent job.
1: To you, driving an ambulance is just a job like any other?
3: Yeah, nothing but.
1: Boy, will i be glad when the shift is over. But, Mac, this is Christmas Eve. You're telling me. This is one night at least you could forget that driving an ambulance is a job. This one night, you could look upon it as an errand of mercy.
3: An errand of mercy? (laughs) You know where we're going?
1: To help someone afflicted.
3: Afflicted? Afflicted with alcohol, you mean? I'll give you two to one and we're making a stew call. Stew call? Yeah, Mason. We're risking our next tearing through traffic to give some drunk a whiff of smelling
1: swords. Any man who cries out for help, whether he be brimful of drink or empty of blood... His call shall be answered. Yes, says you.
3: Okay, Come on, Mason. Make him snack. We ain't got all night. Get up. You got a chance, to Get up. What did I tell you? No good, drunk. Here's your bag, Doc. Thank you, Mac. I won't need it. But he's out called, Mason. Come on. Give him a whiff of the stuff.
1: Quick, and we blow. Quiet, Mac. Come now. Open your eyes, sir. Because <laughs> the drunk, sir.
3: Mason, here's the spirit of ammonia. Hold it under his nose, will you? <laughs> that always wakes him up. Quiet, Mac.
2: Uh, uh,
1: Come,
3: sir. Uh, open your eyes. That's right, Mason. You just talk uh, pretty to him, and he'll open his eyes. Uh, wh- where am I? <laughs> where am I? Why is everybody laughing? What's the
1: matter? Nothing, nothing. Uh, just put your arm around my shoulder. Uh, That's it. Now, let me help you to stand up straight. There.
2: Now, you feel better?
4: Why, I... Suddenly, I... I feel
3: all right. I feel fine. My
4: head is so clear.
1: Of course, of course. All you needed was to stand on your own two feet... To be strong, be of good cheer. Gosh, Doc,
3: that's sure wonderful medicine you give me. Madison, what kind of gag are you pulling? He didn't give you no medicine. There was nothing the matter with you. You toss off a beer and you lay down in the street like you're out cold and We waste an ambulance on you. I ain't got a mind to take a poke at That'll you. That'll be
1: enough, Mac. Tell me, sir, what is your name?
2: Well,
3: uh, if
0: it's all the same to you... Come on, come on,
3: come on, come on. Give uh, me your name. He's got to make out his
1: report. Pete
0: Lanton, Doctor.
1: Peter, you won't lose faith again. You will stand up, self-reliant, and you will face life courageously and with new hope.
3: Come on, Mason. You ain't got all night. Let's get going. Duck,
1: Doc. Yes, Peter? Huh?
4: Merry Christmas
1: to you, Doc. Thank you, sir.
0: Dr. Mason. Dr. Mason, I'd like to speak to you. Yes. Mason, Mac tells me you didn't even open your bag on your first call.
1: No, it wasn't necessary.
0: Well, now don't misunderstand me, Mason. I, I can't begin to tell you how thankful I am that you're with us this evening. But, uh, but from now on, I'm not
1: to use suggestion,
0: or whatever it was you did use. Please follow standard materia medica in treating your cases. We, you're you're not offended? Of
1: course not.
0: Oh, that's fine, Doctor Mason. That, oh, that's your Water call Street again. Third floor,
2: nineteen Water Street, third floor. Nineteen
1: Water Street, third floor. Well, Mac, you seem to be good at guessing. You were right the last time. What sort of call is this one going to be? There's no guessing,
3: it's experience. This time it's no trunk. Oh, what do you think it is? A birth, or maybe a death,
1: Christmas Eve and someone is to live or die it is better that one should live on Christmas Eve Mac let it be a birth we're going to
3: no difference to me Doc a birth or a death I just try how long have you been doing it Mac ah oh like I told you eight rotten years that's how long What you call eight rotten years were truly
1: eight glorious years filled with service to your fellow men. Cut the
3: chatter, Mason. This is it. Number 19 at Fred Frick House upstairs. Come on, make a snappy. It's third floor rear.
4: Doctor!
3: Doctor, Doctor, here! Keep your shirt on. We're coming. (laughs) Even if you're hurry. Doctor.
1: Tears on Christmas Eve, young man.
3: I'm
0: afraid you're... Uh, you
3: thought it'd be a place you're wrong, Mason. It sure looks Wait, like... Wait, Mac.
4: Don't
1: say it. No, no. Perhaps we're not too late. Tell me, how is the mother? She's all right. But our baby... Yes, your baby. Crippled. Terribly crippled.
4: I, I we, we prayed for our child to be born on Christmas Eve. We, we
1: thought we'd be so happy tonight. Come now, come. No tears, not on Christmas Eve. I'll have a look at the infant. Wait here, boy.
3: Make a snappy, Mason. That garret's always nervous when all the ambulance are out. Uh, it's only nine o'clock. What's the idea of bringing a kid out
1: here? Oh, but. Let, let hold him, Doctor. Please. Of course. There. There you are. Ah, the child knows his father.
4: Yes. He knows me. He knows me. But he'll hate me when he's old enough to realize it.
1: Doctor. Yes. His arms. His arms.
3: What about the kid's arms? They're straight.
4: Straight as arrows. So what? But but before, they were terribly twisted. Both his arms were terribly crippled.
1: You can see for yourself the child is normal. But,
4: But I tell you, before, when I looked at
1: I swear they were twisted. No, you were under great tension. Perhaps your imagination.
4: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my little son, aren't his tiny fingers so tiny?
1: <laughs> and now go in and tell your wife truthfully that her baby is normal in every way. Show her. Yes. We both look forward to a happy Christmas Eve. It is. Remember, tears are not for Christmas Eve.
3: Hey. Ah, come on, Mason. Forget all that good fairy stuff. This fella's hopped up enough as is. Let's go.
1: Yes, Mac. Oh, Doctor. Yes? Oh, 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 Merry... Mm. Merry Christmas, Doctor. Thank you. A Merry Christmas to you, sir. Mason! Dr. Mason! Yes, Dr. Garrett, you've been looking for- <coughs> me? Yes, I- Oh, um, only one bell. Go on, Dr. Garrett. Well, I must speak to you,
2: Mason, about
0: about the telegram. Yes. The telegram which said that Dr. Mason was killed. The one you said was a mistake. Did I, Dr. Garrett? I've just spoken to the center of that telegram. I have just finished talking to Dr. Mason's mother on the long-distance telephone. That's my call.
1: I'm sorry, I must go, Doctor. Now, wait, wait, man, wait. I want to talk to you. Listen to me, please. Dr. Mason was killed. Do you hear?
0: Three hours before you walked into my office, he was killed while driving to the Albany Railroad Station. And his mother saw him die.
1: Well, Mac, what is this call going to be? Uh, uh, a birth or a death?
3: I don't know, Mason, but I, 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 don't, I don't like this one. There, 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 there's something about this call. It, give me a funny chill all of a sudden.
1: Because it's in your neighborhood. Ah, uh, well...
3: Uh, what do you think this call is going to be?
1: Because it is your wife. Ellie. Is this job a rotten job, Mac? Now that you can rush a doctor to her side? Is this ambulance still a crate? Now that it's speeding to answer your own wife's cry of pain.
3: Stop that kind of talk, will you? You're trying to make me think something's happened, Ellie. I ain't afraid. So I'll say it again. Yeah, driving this crate is still a job and a bum at that.
1: And the eight years...
3: Rotten
4: years. Wasted years.
3: Could have had my own garage and repair business. I'd be in the chips today instead of...
1: Yes, you would have made more money. Instead
3: of risking my neck driving all night, twisting in and out of outpillars, skidding on slippery car tracks. Why, Mac?
1: Why did you do it?
3: How many times I gotta tell you that nothing in this whole cockeyed world could have kept me sitting back at this wheel, except my wife. If it wasn't for earlier... What's the matter, Mac? (laughs) Ah, nothing, can. That house we just passed, that was ours. And uh, uh, the lights are out. Is that unusual? Ah, no. It just means Ellie ain't home. She, she, uh, is probably going down to the corners for at the drugstore. Yeah, Ellie walks the dog there every night about this time. And, and... Yes, Mac? The call we're going to. is that drugstore? Yes, Mac. Mason, you got a hunch what it is. Tell me what it is.
1: It is not a birth, Mac. Let
4: me through! Let me through! I get it! Ellie! Ellie! It's Ellie! Mason, do something! You got to do something! Please! Please!
1: We will take her to the hospital, Mac.
2: Get ready. Eight, one, the next Eastern call road. will be ours.
1: 812 <laughs> East Yes, you heard. The other ambulance just went out. Are you
4: crazy? My wife is upstairs in the operating room and you expect me to leave the hospital? To go out and drive?
1: There are people who need us, Mac. Our work tonight is not yet finished.
4: But Ellie needs me. What do I care about other
1: people? There are people, Mac, who will cry out for help. As your wife did. We will answer. Not
4: me, I ain't moving.
1: It is Christmas Eve, man. Christmas
4: Eve? What a Christmas present I got.
2: 6 4 West Street.
4: It's our turn, man. 6
2: 4 West Street.
4: All right, Mason. 6 4 West
2: Street. But this is West my
4: last Street. trip for the night. No, not for the night, forever. I'm through, do you hear? All washed up. For good.
1: I'm terribly sorry, Mac.
0: We did the best that we could.
4: Dying? Ellie's dying? And I...
0: She... She asked for you, Mac. Just once. It was while you were out on that West Street call. Then she lapsed into coma.
4: Ellie? Ellie? Isn't there a chance, Doc Garrett? I... I doubt it. While I'm out with the crate, my wife calls for me, and now she's unconscious. Think of others. Think of others, he said, because it's Christmas Eve. What do you got to say now, Mason? You took me from me. You made me go out and drive that rotten ambulance while
1: she you You went to help others, to bring aid to the suffering. A lot of consolation, that is. Remember how the old woman blessed you with tears in her eyes.
4: Oh, I can't think of nothing. But Ellie's has <laughs> You with your big ideas and your fine speeches. What do you know about sorrow and suffering?
1: All that there is to know, my son. <laughs>
4: just, just now when you when you said that for a for a second you got old. You, you look more in a thousand years old. God. I must be seeing things like Connelly is leaving me and I'm crazy. Crazy with grief and sorrow.
1: Grief and sorrow for you. Yet how much you did to relieve others of that pain. It, it, it It's funny, Mason, but... Yes, Mac? What?
4: When, when you said those words, I... I I thought of my eight years. The eight rotten years. And and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't seem so bad. Not anymore. Now I, 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 I kind of like them.
1: Sorrow worketh repentance. You should, Mac. You should glory in them. Eight years of bringing a healer, healer to the suffering. Eight years of rushing the torn and the smashed to the hands of the mender.
4: Yeah.
3: Your the words, they just, they just, they just take the pain right out of me. They, they just draw it out.
1: Now that your work for this night is finished, Mac, I will walk home with you.
4: Go home? While Elliot...
1: <laughs> yes.
4: Okay, if you say so, Mason. But for the life of me, I don't know why i take your words. What a rotten break. I got a
1: Christmas Eve. You love her a great deal, don't you? Yeah. Soon, it will be midnight. A merry Christmas. How did she greet you each night when you returned from your driving? How did Ellie greet... Why do you ask that, Mason? Tell me, Mac. I want you to say it. Well, she. Tell me. She. She'd like a
4: like a happy, anxious kid. She, she'd go out and put on a porch light. Didn't matter even if the weather was terrible. I used to boil her out for it, tell her she'd catch pneumonia. But but she'd always put on a porch light and stand outside there waiting for.
1: Waiting for her shining knight returning from his errands of mercy. As soon as she'd
4: see me come around the next corner, she'd call to me.
1: And now, will you continue your driving? Uh, yeah,
4: I'm, I'm sticking to
1: it, Mason.
4: Even though Ellie won't be around, I, I'm sticking.
1: This is your corner. Yeah. Look to your house, my son.
3: The light! A porch light! It's on! Mason! Your eyes! Mason! Mason! Uh, Where
4: are you?
1: Look to your house, my son. <gasps>
3: no! It, it can't be! Bye. Bye. It's Ellie! Ellie, darling, it is you! Uh Thank
4: God! Thank God and forgive me. I did not know who you were.
1: have just heard the 6th annual Pillsbury presentation of Grand Central Station's traditional Christmas drama. In a moment, I'll return with the names of the players who gave such
2: an inspired performance. This is Galen Drake, bringing you a Christmas greeting from Mr. Philip W. Pillsbury, president of Pillsbury Mills. It reads, Throughout the entire world, this Christmastide, families are gathered in prayer and festivity. Christmas started when a child was born into a family many centuries ago. And the families of the world have perpetuated the Christmas spirit. Fathers, mothers, sons, and daughters. United always in the hope that peace on earth, goodwill to men, will someday blanket the world. Only when the true spirit of Christmas stays with us every day shall we know the peace on earth that angels sang about so long ago. I extend a greeting to your family from the people who make up the Pillsbury family, and it's a big family. The farmer who plants the wheat, the employees in our mills and offices, and your grocer, baker, and feed dealer who carry our Pillsbury products. We at Pillsbury hope this Christmas will be a true day of joy. That there will be songs and feasting, a family gathered round the table, and a word of prayer. And above all, the laughter of children. For it's the children who will keep Christmas always the day of love and understanding. Signed, Philip W. Pillsbury.
1: Our play, Miracle for Christmas, was written by Jay Bennett. Our stars, Mason Adams, Mac, and Ralph Clanton as Dr. Mason. Gilbert Mack was featured as the young father, Walter Griset as Dr. Garrett, Madeline Pierce as the baby, with the music by Lou White and Burley Mills. Next week, the tender, affectionate drama of the young reporter whose human interest New Year's story never got printed because instead of writing it, he lived it. Our cast is headed by the three top featured players of Broadway's smash hit Death of a Salesman, Cameron Mitchell, Mildred Dunnock, and Howard Smith. Now, this is your Grand Central Station narrator, Ken Roberts, wishing you for all the Pillsbury folks a very merry Christmas. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Stay tuned for Stars Over Hollywood. It's 1 p.m. White Rose Tea Time. Feeling droopy, perk up with White Rose Tea. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff.
2: And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.
0: ba The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.